your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Uh, this from the Yates Morning Center chat line. On a play in the second half where Nichols had a fast break and Bacho, another Red Raider, went up to block the shot. But when Bacho came to the floor, he was banging the floor. He doesn't seem to be 100% and seemed to be lingering. And we said he was gassed. Need Bacho, but that was a back and forth game last night. Yeah, no doubt. But well, that's where you need Fardos Amac. I need another big. Yeah. yeah. Need somebody to step up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of, you know, where I feel like Robert Jennings needs to step up. We need him, unfortunately, because of the situation you're in with lack of bigs, you need him to, to step up and play a bigger role. Uh, this question, and, and I don't know that anybody, well, Somebody knows it, but uh, I, I would. I don't think it's any of the three of us. How long will Jalen Tyson be out? Yeah, just I don't know. I have no clue. Yeah, uh, he was in a boot sitting on the bench last night, but sometimes the boot is looks worse than it is. Sure, you sure. know. So just right. it's you can speculate all you and want. And sometimes there. the boot is out six to eight months. Right. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> well, not, I was I was thinking days, not weeks, and you're throwing out months. I mean, you're not wrong. You're you're not wrong. It's just you know. I'm just saying. You just have no idea. Yeah. Right. Coach Adams said it was a sprained ankle and that he was a game time decision last night. So that David. wouldn't lead you to think it's six to eight months mm-hmm. if he was a game time decision. But yeah, we've we've had coaches around these parts say things like that. <laughs> And <clears throat> next thing you know, Jay Samaro's missing two months. <laughs> the old data, the old day to day is uh, is sometimes. Uh, uh, well, in fairness, if we find a miracle week. cure to mm-hmm. fix a broken leg immediately, then yes, you can get in the game a whole lot faster. Mm-hmm. Then. I was talking with somebody about that season yesterday and Jay Samaro's situation and how much time he missed, and and you remember he was back for the bowl game and I remember him at bowl practice crying talking about how hard it was to not be out there with his teammates and how bad he felt (laughs) because he couldn't help his teammates and you're like man this guy's passionate he loves his team and then we got in the bowl game and he just flat out punched a guy in the bowl game and got ejected and also didn't get to help his teammates (laughs) I was like okay well that was interesting Jace. Yeah, it, you kind of wish he'd come back. Or, man, you, you also wonder the old what if. What if he doesn't get hurt in that West Virginia game and uh, is available for a couple more games? Does that turn the tide in terms of that, that whole season? You beat Texas. You know, what what happens then? Yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a, there's a, it's a, it's a, it's a game of inches sometimes and it's a game of what ifs. And uh, the twists and turns on on uh, the fate of a of a of a coach and a program uh, sometimes hinge on a on a player too that you don't necessarily know it at the time, but you look at it ten years later or five years later or a year later and you go that was a big moment mm-hmm. that was a big moment because if uh, if you have Jason Morrow you you might beat Texas you beat Texas Coach Tuberville gets extended and you never know what happens after that. Right. Maybe. Yeah. You have a, have a whole lot of different things that uh, that could transpire there. All right. 636 this morning. I want to get your thought on this. Um, 
because it, it happened yesterday. So the University of Virginia, obviously uh, a reeling situation from them um, with, uh, with three other players that were killed uh, by a former player, another one injured. And it, it um, put them in a spot where they canceled their last two games. Okay. They were not going to be bowl eligible. And so what, uh, what they have uh, announced and it um, has been submitted and now it's been granted is that the players that had expiring eligibility, okay? So could be seniors, could be super seniors, could be COVID seniors, whatever. They're going to get an extra year from Virginia if they want it. They're going to get an extra year from Virginia? And, and, and the NCAA has granted it. They're yeah, going to get an so extra year of eligibility. I guess I'm I if I'm being honest I'm not in favor of that. Yeah, it's um I mean I'm sympathetic to the fact that those guys lost two games. But again, they were not going to be bowl eligible even if they had won their last two games. But the uh but Virginia has asked for and it's been granted by the NCAA for them to um, goodness. So uh, it's, it's it, it, they will be is, is what this story says. They will be granted uh, an extra year. Um, one of the players, Billy Kemp the fourth, has already declared for the NFL draft. Um, Anthony Johnson, who is a first team All ACC cornerback, just finished his sixth season and has accepted an invitation to the Senior Bowl. Yeah, I saw a scroll this morning. The UTSA quarterback says he's going to be back for his seventh year. <laughs> These guys are going to be have doctorates by the time it's all said and done, right? You know what? Do you really think that's true? No. Because they won't. Because they won't. Probably not. But, I mean, they won't. Yeah. You would like to think they would. Right. But they won't. Yeah. Some of them will have masters at least and maybe yes, you, working on a second one. But goodness. I, I mean, I hate what happened there, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think it's it's not just hard on the families, but it's hard on that whole entire team. Right. You hate it for them. Um, it did kind of kind of put a stinker on the end of their season there. I mean, is there a line where you would said it would have been okay? I mean, if it was after week three or four, I, I mean, probably I w would feel a little bit different. I don't know, but I also understand the canceling of games of the game, you know, the the first one, but the second one, I was like, um, it's it's an unfortunate tragedy, but if. I, I don't know. At, at some point in time, you have to return to your life. Yes, exactly. And exactly. I, like I said, I understand the first one. There's lots of people that have tragedies, and a week later or a few days later, go back to work. And um, again, I, I understand that it was just absolutely horrific. But yeah, you know, you could have played that second game, uh, and and um, put yourself in that spot. But that's what they have chosen to do, and that's what they have gotten. And that's what they will get. You're tuned in to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Recapping the night that was in the world of sports. 
That's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have, but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year. And remember, he didn't start the first game. Right. Still play a lot, though. And also bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just... As much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me. Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. 1948, <laughs> 14th Heisman Trophy Award is awarded. Okay. Doak Walker. Doak Walker. He's a good one. 1960, Major League uh, Expansion Team, the Los Angeles Angels, sign a four-year lease to use Dodger Stadium. 1961, Philadelphia Warriors center Wilt Chamberlain scores 78 points in a 151 to 147 three overtime defeat to the LA Lakers at the Civic Center in Philadelphia. It's the second highest game total in NBA history. And I believe I think I read this earlier on the on in that game, Elgin Baylor had 63. Mm. So he's not the high point man. He scored 63 in the game. Yikes. 1977, 43rd Heisman Trophy is awarded. Earl Campbell, running back out of Texas. 2011, the NBA and the Players Union reach a financial agreement to end a 161-day lockout, shortening the season by 16 games. And in 2018, the 84th Heisman is awarded to Kyler Murray from Oklahoma. It is National Brownie Day. Big fan of the brownie. I mean, who's not? I worry about people that aren't fans of the brownie. This is rather trivial, and you guys will shake your heads, but now that Fink and I have moved from uh, one side of the court to the scores cable side of the court, we're now included in the pregame treats that uh, one of the ladies on the scores table uh, makes, uh, Anne. And so the other day she brought us... uh, Brought us brownies, and they were just absolutely. It was and a, and couldn't walk across the court beforehand. Well, I feel like we're now in a club. <clears> but we've just, been we've been there now long enough that we that we're 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 inside the circle of those that get the pregame treat. She delivers them to Hacks and I in our booth. Okay, I mean she brings them to the booth and even mm-hmm. makes to order. We don't tell her; she just knows what well, our favorites that, are. Because she asked. You guys are. And she brings us, like, we get different cookies. You guys are on the higher I get, pecking order. I get oatmeal raisin, and he gets chocolate chip or okay. something. Well, I, I, mean, we're, I mean, we're. Walking, wait, white chocolate macadamia kind of nut. Yeah. We've just been kind of included in this little treat in the last couple of years. And well, the just, other... <clears throat> yeah, I don't mean to, you know, go big time <laughs> on you, but Hex and I get ours delivered. Okay. You know, I, you know, I, I can't, can't believe she, and like the nicest lady ever, is, didn't no walk them across the court to you guys. Well, we're just, you know, before. I kind of think that makes me feel like she really didn't want to, but now she feels obligated because <laughs> you guys are seeing that everybody well, else gets in, them. So in, in basketball, generally those things were, were handed out at the table there in the media pregame meal. And now that they've moved that to a different location, uh, the treats are now dispensed along the scores table. And now we're, we're included in that. Man. The other day we had our choice between pound cake and pumpkin bread and the pumpkin bread was, was spectacular. Ask her for some oatmeal, oatmeal raisin cookies. They're fantastic. Okay. She's she's special lady. She's special a, lady. Very, very nice lady, yes. Happy birthday, former Red Raider Joel Falani is 39 today. Okay. 
Nicki, Min uh, Nicki Minaj is 40. Dwight Howard, 37. Terry Hatcher, 58. Mm. Kim Basinger, 69. Philip Rivers, 41. And Mike Mussina is 55. Okay. Loose. And we spent the last couple of days talking about Pearl Harbor. Today, we're going to talk about John Lennon, former member of the Beatles, and the rock group that transformed popular music in the 60s. Shot and killed by an obsessed fan in New York City. Announced on Monday Night Football by the venerable Howard Cosell. It was, uh, I, and I was watching that game, and I, I know I've told this story before. It was just, it was just chilling and stunning that mm -hmm. night. Uh, obviously, it was a Monday night. Uh, it was the Patriots. The Patriots were playing. It was right before halftime. They were getting the Patriots were, and they were wearing. This was when they were wearing their real uniforms with the, you know the. The lineman there on the side of the helmet, the Patriot. Mm -hmm. You know, that's. <laughs> I know you looked at me like they're real. They wore it. Not their costumes that they're wearing now. No, they wore they wore them Thursday before they, last they against did. Buffalo. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Or was that last? It was last just last Thursday. Yeah. yeah. No, it was just it was just it was just crazy. Uh, Six fifty two this morning. The one thing that Howard said, and I, and he, it was. He said this, this was his quote, an unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York, the most famous perhaps of all the Beatles, shot twice in the head, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, and then he said this, dead on arrival. It was just chilling the way that Howard delivered that. If you could pattern your broadcasting game after anybody, it feels like, Howard Cosell would have been good for you. I loved and hated Howard Cosell. I loved him on Monday Night Football, and I hated him on on yeah. baseball. You're somebody that says that you'd rather right. be loved or right. hated no. sure. than right. not known. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> we differ on that one a little bit. But, um, yeah, I, 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 did, uh, I did like me some Howard Cosell. There's yeah. no, no question. Mm -hmm. No question about it. I always loved his speaking was, of sports commentaries, too. Yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, I, I mean, you're putting together a list of the ten greatest ever. I'm, I'm putting, putting your boy Howie in there. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, probably so. Six fifty four this morning here on the morning drive. We'll talk some more Red Raider basketball next, as uh, the Red Raiders did win last night over Nichols, <laughs> and now they hit the books for a week or so, and they'll be back at it next week against Eastern Washington. So they'll be looking for some improvement there. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, getting you ready for today's sports day. You know, three of the first four games have been at home, so you know at some point in time you're going to have to venture out outside the 806, so that'll be that'll start this week. While having a little fun along the way. Always good if you can blame it on somebody else, right? Yeah, sure. Especially some media guy. Sure. Right, some media guy. Catch the show live weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Thank you for being with us this morning with Jamie Litt and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Take your thoughts and comments this morning on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. Benchmark Hotline is open, too. Uh, this is from Raiders Dad. Uh, Chuck, has the lucky lady dropped an Arkansas on you yet when y'all are discussing something and you start not making any sense? Uh, no. No, she has not. I don't know that she's aware of the Arkansas what? reference. What? Have you sent a text message? I know. I was just right about to say, let me grab my phone real quick. <laughs> I, I can assure you she's, uh, she's, a, she's, been involved in conversations with me when she starts discussing something and I 
I discussed something else that is completely unrelated to the question that she has asked me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're saying it's not just us? No. Okay. Uh, I, I, I think... Uh, I think maybe an initiative for 2023 is to continue to work on my on my listening. It'd be a 2023 initiative. Okay. Work on work on mm-hmm. being a better listener. I wish you luck. <laughs> well, I mean, we're all allowed to improve, right? That's what you say. You you're allowed to We get are better. allowed. You're allowed to get better. Unfortunately, I don't I don't know that I'm improving in any of my problem areas. What would you cuz site is your chief problem area? <laughs> oh, um, um, being more of a happy-go-lucky, positive individual. Okay, well, yeah. that could be an initiative for you. Yeah, I think the world has hardened me a bit over the last four or five years. Okay, that's yeah. that, that, we've been together about yeah. six, so yeah. maybe yeah, six, six, seven. I'm, I'm just thinking that maybe I would have thought that we would have rubbed off on you. I would have rubbed off you in terms of my happy-go-lucky style a little bit better. Instead, it seems to go gone the opposite way. Do you, do you, would you describe Chuck as happy-go-lucky? I have my happy-go-lucky moments. Oh, sure. Yeah, and we all do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't describe Chuck as happy-go-lucky. No. What would you describe me as? I don't know. I wouldn't call you negative Nancy like mm-hmm. I, you know, like I'm referred to as, yeah. but yeah. Hardened criminal. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. no. I... Jeff is definitely not happy go lucky. No. Who do we have that's happy go lucky? Clint, maybe. Clint's pretty happy go lucky. Yeah. Catherine. Yeah. Down the hall. Yeah. Down yeah. the hall. Okay. She's not cracking a whip at all of us. Right, but once the whip is cracked, she's happy. <laughs> Jeff brought up somebody that nobody right. in our listening audience well, yeah, knows. Yeah, right. Choice isn't happy-go-lucky. Haxton isn't happy-go-lucky. No, no, no. Nobody stretches him. Dick no. Jackson. Oh, D- J- Jackson's just kind of like neutral. I don't know that he's happy-go-lucky, but happy he's just like... Happy to be here, maybe. He's just going. For a couple more weeks. Uh, and um, D- I Dickens, Dickens is not happy-go-lucky. No. no I don't. <laughs> How about Gus? Yeah. Gus is Gus? happy. Yeah. Gus That's not a bad our, answer. Gus might be our most happy-go-lucky guy. Yeah. Gus David Tedford? Gus and Clint. Yeah. Gus and Clint, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, 7.18 this morning here on the morning drive. Did did anything, and I know that they that there was, did anything, what stood out to you that was positive last night? Maybe that's a better way to ask that question. I think Bob Isaacs is going to be a, a stud for you. Okay. Yeah, he's not a flash in the pan who just, you know, had some good games early on. I, I think he's going to be a legit scorer for you all season long. Okay. He had 24 last night. Five of six from uh, three, seven of eight free throw line, played 31 minutes, and asked for the ball. I mean, there was times where he clearly wanted the ball. He was feeling it last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is uh, Coach Mark Adams on Pop Isaacs. Yeah, I, I thought Pop, uh, after he settled down, just made some really big plays for us, and, and he hit some huge threes. Uh, let's see, what did he go for? Yeah, five or six in the three-point line. So, um, you know, big, big shots. We ran a couple sets for him late, and, and uh, you know, he took advantage of that and, and then just, um, you know, made his free throws. And I was proud of him because, you know, he had some some turnovers early and his head was down and a little frustrated. And, you know, I said, you know, 
we're not going to win unless you play well. So get your head up and keep keep uh, keep going. And and he responded well to that. <laughs> That's a lot of pressure to put on a young man. Um, you know, when when the head coach says that to you, hey, we're not going to win unless you play well. Get your get get your dauber up. Yeah, it is some pressure, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm sure guys they like that. Let, they yeah. like that. That mm-hmm. means they're going to be a, a key guy. Uh, free throws were a problem last night for the Red Raiders. Ten of nineteen in the first half. So that was 52.63%. They missed nine. And then they missed eight in the second half, but they made 19 out of 27, 29 of 46. It's probably the difference in the ballgame, the made ones. Here's Coach Adams on the missed free throws. I don't know who our free throw coach is, but we need to dock his pay. But, um, you know, we shot free throws last night and uh, today and and worked on that, as we always do. And there's, there's just some games we shoot it really well. A lot of times I think when you uh, look at free throws, sometimes that's just the mental preparation. So I think, obviously, we came out a little bit flat, and I don't think we're mentally sharp as we've been in, in uh, games in the past. And, you know, we talked about this team and um, how good they were against BYU and Wyoming and, and San Diego. And I know the coaching staff certainly didn't overlook them, had a lot of respect for them. But, you know, young guys just have to grow up and – and uh, this is part of that process that anybody can beat you on any given night, and you have to respect your opponent. And and sometimes free throw shooting, it becomes contagious. I mean, as much as you kind of get to the free throw line, you start – you get up there and you're unconscious and, and it starts going in for you. There's some nights where it, the thing just – what for whatever reason, I mean, it could be fatigue, could be, you know, your your technique. It could be it gets in your head. You start thinking about it too much, and the next thing you know, you're missing – Tons of free throws. Sure, sure. And it, unfortunately, though, feels like free throws are one of those things that are sometimes contagious. Right, right. So, kazoon tight. Uh, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Chuck is the Gomer Pyle of the morning drive. Golly! <clears throat> I don't think that's a compliment. Uh, Chuck's a natural politician. Don't answer the question they asked. Answer the question you wish they would have asked. I don't think that's what it is. I think he just doesn't listen to the question. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah. Uh, Jeff is happy-go-lucky. Pop Isaac, helpful until he enters the transfer portal. Don't say that. Don't say that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody says this, so much for winning by a quarter. I think that was related to Mr. McGuire from yesterday. Well, you said 25 yesterday. I did. That is a quarter, and I made the joke. Right. Um, we also didn't know that you'd be li- missing somebody big last night when we were talking about it yesterday. Absolutely. Either, so. We did not know that. That, that. that changed how that game went immediately when that news broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, if ever, do you see Elijah Fisher getting more PT? I would have thought he would see more action than he has to date. There's probably something that they want to see from him out of practice that translates into the game um, that either he's A, not doing or not doing well enough, and then when he gets into the game, he's not executing the one thing that they want him to execute, therefore he's not getting to play. Yeah. That, that would be my guess mm-hmm. on on that. Uh, Bullfighter says, where would this team without be without Pop? Good thing he recommitted to Tech when he did. You can say the same thing about Jalen Tyson. Good thing he came back. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Uh, this I really hope that quote youth isn't the excuse all year I got tired of hearing that on the TV broadcast and in the press conference 
Uh, you know, I understand that. I mean, it's also that time of year where you you are trying to kind of figure things out, but you know, you're seven, eight games in, but you're also down two guys. So I think to me, that's the bigger thing is what does this team look like with Jalen Tyson and Prado Zamac and a fully healthy team? Granted, you may not always be fully healthy, but there's a couple of starters. Somebody else brought up earlier, like where, where would you be if you had still had TJ Shannon and all the guys that, that left? I, I don't know if you'd be better off or not. Well, you wouldn't have all the guys that you have. That's true. Yeah, no question. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22, Texas. And humor. Sure to tell them that. You, you suggested that. <laughs> and, of course, they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, 7.32 this morning here on the morning drive. Um, we have a little breaking news. Is apparently Brittany Griner's been released from a Russian prison. We'll, we'll get into our thoughts on that. Um, I'm not going to make a big deal out of it, but because uh, plenty others will. Um, but anyway, that she has been released. The U.S. Marine, Paul Whalen, has not. That's all you need to know, and he's been there four years. Oh, that's so disappointing mm-hmm. that he was not released as well. Mm-hmm. All right, your uh, question for me, sir. All right, so my question for you guys today is, if you look at the Big 12 football standings, who do you think in 2023 mm. – Makes a jump, and who do you think takes a step back? Okay. So, I mean, this is like a way too early question. Oh, sure. I'll probably forget that I asked you this one, and like the week before the season starts next right. year, I'll ask the same question. Sure, that'll be okay, and I'll probably, yeah. I'll probably well, have a completely different answer. Well, I mean, because we'll know how many different players, you know, have entered and mm-hmm. the team through the portal and left the team through the portal. So it could be a completely different answer. Can I just kind of walk my way through this just a little bit here as we're, can I think out loud for you? Is that allowed? Is that allowed? Okay. So I think, I don't, I don't think TCU will be as good next year as they were this year. Okay. I think they're going to take a big step back. I think K-State's going to take a big step back. Um, I, I have a hard time believing Oklahoma is going to be three and six next year. I have a hard time believing Baylor's going to be four and five next year. Texas might be a game improved next year. So could I see Texas Tech jumping into the into the top three? Because you're fourth this year, five and four. Could you win an, could you win an additional game next year and be six and three? Yeah, we're going to see some we're going to see some things that are um, Different because one, you don't don't know who all you're going to play. You know, you're going to you're going to probably play Houston again, um, but are you going to play Cincinnati, UCF? Are you going to play Baylor? Or excuse me, um, BYU? And who aren't you going to play? So that's that's going to factor into it. So I'm going to say, to answer your question, who's going? I'm going to say Oklahoma is going to be in the top three. I'm going to say Texas Tech is going to be in the top three, and I'm going to say Texas is going to be in the top three. Okay. Does that kind of answer your question? <laughs> it's in the ballpark. Okay, well, it's better than it is some days. Texas Tech will take a step forward with a second offseason with head coach Joe McGuire and his recruiting trail. 
and getting a chance to really dive into the transfer portal to fill some holes. And Texas will take the step back because they're Texas and they're going to take a step back. I'm not giving them a choice. They're taking several steps back, like all the way to the back of the line. At this point, it doesn't matter because we're going to discuss this again later. So I can be optimistic and say Texas is going to suck next year. To me, it would be hard not to pick TCU as the team that's going to take a step back. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 12-1. and 1. I mean, they're 9-0 and 0 in, in, in Big 12 action that wasn't in the conference championship game. It would. I mean, they could be a really good team next year I mean, and still— it, You know— and still be like two games worse, yeah, right? Seven and two would be a step back, right? And it would still be a really good season, mm-hmm. right? In sure. Big 12 play. So I think I would have to go to them. I am really, really wondering about Oklahoma State, who finished four and five in conference playing seven and five overall. I mean, they're having a mass exodus of players there. Uh, I just, I don't know what's going on there. It's it's really interesting. So um wasn't uberly impressed with the freshman quarterback that they had come in that I would guess would be their leader unless the the leading guy is to be the starter next year unless they added some people in the transfer portal. Go get a free agent, right? Which absolutely could happen. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think Oklahoma State would be in that category as well. Um, Man, to me, the the one that's harder is who's who's going to take a step forward. And I don't look at... I think you you went with Oklahoma as a team that you thought would take a, a big step forward. That's just built on reputation, right? Yeah, that's the logo. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. That's 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 my feeling that they're not going to stay down there too long. Now, maybe the easy pick in the low hanging fruit, and you might be getting ready to say this would be Iowa State. I I, I don't know that they're going to be any better. I mean, they're one and eight. So I, I, mean, I didn't think their quarterback was great, and he's back. <laughs> He'll be back for two or three more years. And, and what it's, if, uh, it's harder to pick the team that's going to step forward, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't think Kansas State's going anywhere. Yeah. I don't know why you think they're going to take a big step back. I don't know. Just my bias, probably. Okay. Because Will Howard's not a senior, right? He'll mm-hmm. be back. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah. 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 Unless, unless they have a coaching change. I mean, would Chris Kleiman be a guy that Purdue would go after? Would, would Matt Campbell be a guy that more likely that uh, Purdue would go after Matt Campbell? Uh, is is Purdue a better job than um, Iowa State? I don't. I, I, I think don't I would say yes because of the money that they yes. make in the Big yes. Ten. Yes, that's exactly why I would say that too. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. it's? I don't know that Chris Kleiman would view it like that. He may go, man, we kind of got it rolling here. Why would I want to start over? That's what I would say. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't leave if I was Chris Kleiman. Yeah, so I think the Red Raiders do have the potential to be a team that could take a step forward. I don't know about a huge step forward. I mean, sooner or later, you're going to have a healthy quarterback, right? It's going to happen, right? Sure. I just think defensively with what you've gotten back. I think it's massive to get those two defensive yeah. tackles back. I think that is huge. You know? I mean, those guys are hard to find. Mm-hmm. And you got two really good ones that are, are coming back. That I mean, that's just like adding two really good ones in the transfer portal. Sure. Except they already know your system and they're quality guys and <clears throat> all the above great leaders on your team. I think that's massive. That that has given me a lot of hope. Checks was, all the boxes, right? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how excited I was when I when I found that news out yesterday. That's that's uh, that's big. So I I don't think it would be out of the question to think the Red Raiders w- would be able to be a win or so better. I, I think Baylor has the potential to be better than they were too, because I think Dave Aranda is a good coach and yeah, um, they showed at times this year that they could be really good. Mm-hmm. You know, and and. 
and then there's and then there's KU. I mean, what what happens with them? I mean, do they do they win another game in the conference? They they were three and six, six and six overall. Had a real had really two cupcakes in the uh, in the non con. Um, I don't know. It, that'll be interesting to see what happens with them. You know, yeah. if they're able to if they're able to win a I game think or the more. Same, same boat and as the Red Raiders, so are you wouldn't be shocked to see them win at least one more game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. I think you're probably right about that and, and finish seven and five or something like I bet, that. I bet you there'll be a team that's a lot of guys in the portal will be interested in because he seems like a coach that that uh, players would want to play for. It kind of looks like they finally have a little bit of stability there at the head coaching spot which for them would go a long way. You're listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it's impressive? It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was. I thought it was fascinating. It kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at six on Double T ninety seven three or on the Double T ninety seven three mobile app. Nice to have you with us this morning on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety seven three and Double T ninety seven three With Jamie Lynn and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. It's our pleasure to have you with us this morning. The Eighth Flooring Center chat line is open. Go to Double T ninety seven for that through the mobile app, which is presented by Happy State Bank. Benchmark Hotline is open too at 806-771-0973. So the United States of America has done a deal with, uh, with Russia um, to uh, get the release of Brittany Griner. They've basically exchanged a, a guy that uh, we had been holding, um, an arms dealer. Uh, for quite some time, and uh, and she is free. Uh, I, I'm, I, I guess, on one hand, I'm, I'm, I'm glad she's free. Um, I hate the fact that uh, a Marine is still there in Paul Whalen, who's been there for four years. I don't particularly like the fact that she's going to be made out to be a martyr or a conquering hero, uh, because what she did uh, was wrong. She broke the law. She broke the law. I think we all agree that punishment was. Excessive. Incredibly harsh, yes, mm-hmm. for for the law that she broke, but uh, she broke a law. And um, and I, I hate the fact that that you had to basically uh, treat Russia like a terrorist and 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 do a trade. Uh, but it is what it is. It's just uh, like I said. I mean, what she did was wrong. She broke the law. The punishment was excessive, big time. And. Uh, and but the the problem is, is that you still have a guy over there who uh, is not as celebrated because he wasn't a basketball player. Uh, he's a Marine that fought for our country, and he's been there for four years, and he still sits there. Yeah, that's the part that you know. When initially I saw the news, like the excitement of oh wow, they they finally got this deal done, mm-hmm. and the Marine and Brittany Griner are going to come back home, and to find out it was a one for one swap. And the Marine has left, and the basketball player is who committed a crime is the one that's Out. heading home. Yeah, that's just hard to take. Mm-hmm. That's hard to take. Yeah, so that 
again, I'm glad she's out. I'm, gl- I'm glad that this will be off. Of off the front page, uh, but I, I hate the fact that no, it's going to be on, it's going to be on the front well, page no, for, for a few days. Yeah, for a few days. But I mean, yeah. at least the constant, you know, um, of this will 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 end. And this this is look, this is not about anything other than I hate the fact that the Marine was was left behind, and at some point in time, she she needs to be accountable for her end of this what she did because yeah, look, you're, it's not you're, what we do anymore chuck you, you go, nobody's accountable nobody's responsible for their own actions you, you go to a foreign country and you you know what you're putting in your bag okay it's like we went to bangkok this summer and we we knew exactly what we what we were going to take into the country what we're going to take out of the country what we're going to declare when we came back into our country we flew domestically inside of thailand and you know, had no problems, no issues. If we'd had, they'd been on us. And and to me, it's like what she had in her luggage, she can say, oh, I didn't know it was there. I, I thought it was okay. No, she was concealing what she was doing. And she put the United States in a terrible spot uh, as a result of that. And and now they've had to release a, a, a notorious uh, person uh, as a result of her criminal activity. And this guy's an arms dealer, Victor Bout. And uh, I, well, I'm happy that she's home uh, and freed from that because again, the punishment was excessive. Uh, I would love for her to say, I'm sorry, United States of America, I put you in this spot and moving forward, I'll do, I'll act like a good American. But I don't think we're gonna hear that. <laughs> You disagree with me? No, I don't disagree with you at all. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I just I don't think there's going to be any apology. No, there's probably not. No, I don't it, think. It's probably going to. Anyway, so that that's that's my that's my take on that's my take on that. I mean, again, I don't wish ill will on anybody, but I think when you uh, are traveling uh, in a foreign country or even within our own country, you know what you put in your bag, and you know that it's going to get looked at. And you know that it's going to be x-rayed. You know that there's going to be dogs around to sniff at it. There's people that are looking for that stuff. So why are you being stupid? How about stupid? not just break, just don't break yeah. the law. Don't be stupid. Right? Don't, how about just don't break the law? Yeah, no, that's fine. I, I think know. a lot of things over the last few years uh, could be summed up with don't break the law. Just don't break the law. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about going five miles over the speeding limit. Right. Okay. Don't break the law. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Bad things won't happen to you, yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Not always, but for the most part. Yeah, do do the right thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, I can, just can't imagine how hard it is for Paul Whalen's family. Yes, I can't oh, imagine. Man. Yeah, uh, I'm sure they're like, on one hand, it's like okay, maybe this help. Maybe 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 the the how they have to look at this in terms of the glass half full is maybe this publicity uh, about her. Uh, has gotten more publicity about him and the fact that he's been there for four years. I mean, she was there nine months. He's been there four years, and um, and they haven't been able to get him out. That's sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at any rate, uh, that's the that's 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 the take that's the take on that. So and and there'll be a lot of uh, opinions on this both both sides of the aisle. My my side of the aisle is. She broke the law, punishment excessive. Okay, you got her out. 
had to give more than what you should have had to give. You got a Marine that's left behind. You got to figure out a way to get him out. Yeah. I don't care. She's white. She's black. I don't care. Male, female, basketball player, not a basketball player, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, 822 this morning on the morning drive, your thoughts, your comments, Yates flooring center chat line, Go to doubleteen973.com for that. Um, we'll have uh, Thursday Night Football on the air for you tonight. The Los Angeles Rams entertain the Las Vegas Raiders. feels like neither team is going anywhere, Jamie. Mm, except in the tank, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think you're making lots of sense. I don't, you know, I don't feel like either franchise feels good about things right now. The uh, Raiders are 5-7. and seven. Uh, They... You know, the, the thought was, uh, I think at the start of the season, that the AFC West, that everybody was going to get in because of what the, the Broncos had added and Russell Wilson. They, I mean, they, they have been pathetic, 3-9, and nine, anything what they thought they were going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, the Raiders at 5-7, and seven, they thought they would be much closer to contending for the division with the Chargers, um, but, but they're not. Uh, the Chargers even are at 6-6. Six and six. They're three games back. Of Kansas City, the Chiefs. Yeah, that, that division turned out to be disappointing. Yes, absolutely. Besides the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so now, right now, you have the Chiefs and the Bills that basically are tied for the, the one spot there in the AFC, and the Bills would have the tiebreaker because they beat the Chiefs head-to-head. -head. Chiefs, you know, did not play well last week against Cincinnati. Cincinnati and Baltimore both 8-4. and four. Um, Miami's 8-4. and four. They're a game behind the Bills. So it's going to be the AFC, whoever comes out of the AFC in terms of representing the Super Bowl, might might be the might be the best team in football, um, but uh, we'll see how healthy they are by the time they get out of that. Whoever, yeah, whoever that team is, right? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I I still think there are good teams in the NFCs as well, and the Eagles, Vikings, sure. Cowboys. You know those those teams mm -hmm. there at the top. Obviously, a week ago I told you I thought the Forty ers were the best or going to be the best team. They lose their quarterback, who we find out yesterday could be back for the playoffs, but. I don't know. It just um, it it does feel like uh, the AFC has maybe higher end. I don't. I don't know. It's hard to say that though. With the Eagles having just one loss, I know they're season. eleven and one, mm -hmm. and and then like you said, the yeah, Vikings that... are ten and two, and then oh by the way, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are six and six, and I'm sure Tom Brady will find himself in the NFC Championship game by hook or by crook. <laughs> just because he's Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. You know he seems to elevate everybody, right? Sure. Sure, and you know That's the Bills why he's got the greatest ever. Bills got devastating news yesterday with uh, Von Miller's surgery that will end his season. Um, so that's too bad uh, for him because um, obviously he's a great, great player, and you hate I, to see that. I think devastating news would be Josh Allen's out for the year. I'd say bad news on Von Miller, not okay. devastating. Okay, bad news. Yeah, still bad. It's real bad news. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to double T 973com